you're listening to the Locked In Podcast. Here's your host, Algernon Cash. I'm Algernon Cash, and you're locked in um, across North Carolina. Um, students are returning back to school, um, and that's um, elementary, high school, college. Um, children and students are returning in droves. And, you know, the last couple of years have been somewhat interesting, obviously navigating through COVID and the pandemic and all the restrictions that were associated with COVID. And you may recall that I had Micah Eustache lock in with us um, at the time when she joined us. She was graduating from Parkland High School with honors, um, student body president, gave a great speech at the graduation. And she shared um, just sort of what it was like navigating through high school during COVID. Well, she's now completed her first year at Wellesley. So she's now returning back to school for her second year in college. Um, But I'm sure she's had an action-packed summer here in Winston-Salem. And so welcome, Micah Eustache. Micah, thank you for locking in. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Um, So I I guess let's just start with the obvious. Um, You're growing up fast, right? Um, You're you're out there in the real world. I saw you actually at the Democratic uh, Gala. You were sitting with Judge Hartsfield of of all folks. She's a rock star here in Forsyth County politics. Um, But but talk a little bit about first, what was your first year at Wellesley like? What, What was your first year in college like? Well, I headed to a new city. Um, I'm near Boston. If you don't know, Wellesley College is located in Wellesley, Massachusetts, about 25, 30 minutes away from Boston. Um, It's a different climate out there for sure. Different than (laughs) Winston-Salem, a lot busier, a lot faster. But I had a great year overall. Um, I met a lot of amazing people, a lot of friends. Um, I got a chance to join a lot of different orgs and go to a lot of different events. Um, one of them being the lovely and uppermost Lambda Upsilon chapter of Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated. So I was able to pledge and become an AKA. Um, I also was able to join the Harambe House, which is our Black house on campus, and work with them as a team. Um, and on top of that, with our organizational um, org, which is called SPOG, Schneider Board of Governors, which is a part of Wellesley College. So I had a lot of different roles, a lot of different things that I was involved with, but I've learned a lot from each of them and made a lot of different friends. So I had a really great year. Um, I'm so excited to go back, of course, and that's in a few days from now. Yeah, it sounds like you, it's been a little bit of a continuation of yeah. what your high school career was like. I mean, you had a very active four years in high school, very active um, community service and yeah. doing a lot of those things. So it seems like you just sort of, hit the ground running when you got to Wellesley. Of course, of course. Uh, And I'm assuming you just, are you just someone that likes to stay active all the time? Is that sort of what you, you know, contributed to? Yes. um, Growing up, I think we talked about this last time I was here on the show. Um, I like to stay active and involved. I don't know anything else. (laughs) I've just been doing it for so long. And through the years, I found myself enjoying it more and more. I don't know, there's something about being out there in the field, doing something, um, just working with different people, getting an opportunity to meet different people. It just helps you build connections, um, learn some things, maybe build some connections to get a job later. I think I'm at that point in my life where I'm, you know, I'm trying to get an internship 
in college. Like that's what, that's kind of what my goal is right now. So meeting different people and joining different orgs is super important, super vital. So I've just been kind of carrying that kind of torch since high school to continue to be involved as much in the community as possible, work with different groups and different people. It's just extremely important. Well, I, I think a lot of what you just said was very profound and you're right. I mean, having those relationships in place can can make a significant impact, um, not only in terms of internships, but when it's time for you to get out of college. And yeah. I'm, I'm also convinced that the, the more active you are, especially within the community and, and serving other people, right. um, it also has a really positive effect on your own self-esteem. I, I, I think that when you see yourself in those types of service roles and you, you, you feel the impact and the weight of, of serving in the community, it actually feel, makes you feel a lot better about yourself too. It um, so does. It's a great way to build your own self-confidence. Right. When, when you arrived at Wellesley, again, um, when you arrived a year ago, uh, pandemic still sort of going on. Right. Um, we, we still have a number of people that are catching COVID. There are still people that are dying from COVID, believe it or not. Yeah. Um, what was it like on campus? Any kind of restrictions that you had to navigate during your, your first year? Or? Yeah. Um, when I first got to campus, we weren't able to leave campus for a week. So all the students had to be quarantined on campus for a week together. Um, we had to test two times a week. Well, in that case, we had to test before we could leave our dorm room. So immediately after I moved into my room, I had to stay there overnight until I got my test results from when I moved in. Um, that means that I had to go downstairs to the dining hall, bring my food back upstairs, eat it there. There was no talking. There was no communication. It was very hard to, you know, engage with the outside world on campus because as a college student, that first week is extremely important. It's extremely yeah. important to talk to other people, get to know different groups, different your roommates, but everybody was so worried about COVID. So it was an extremely different experience. Um, but immediately after the campus was very lively, I was very excited about that because I was a little nervous as a first year college student, you kind of hope that your college experience would be kind of fun your first week, getting to know those different groups. But immediately after everybody was very engaged on campus and we did a lot of activities. So our orientation week was that week, but we did have fun together on campus while we quarantined. And I'm, I'm, I might assume that as the year progressed for you, your fresh, freshman year, that those restrictions become easier yeah. or lighter or did they sort of they simply go away at some easier. point? They became a lot easier. Of course, we did have some regulations like testing, required testing two times a week. Um, and if you missed that, you would have to make the longest walk to the other side of campus to test again. <laughs> if you missed that week or that testing day. Um and, you know, just some regular regulations like wearing a mask, like things like that, that was kind of just kind of expected, wearing a mask on the bus, um, in classrooms. But outside of that, people were pretty relaxed on wearing a mask outside. So it wasn't carried out outside or in the city. So there were different events that we went to where we didn't have to wear a mask. Well, talk a little bit about the transition. Um, you know, you go from high school, you're, you're living with your parents, um, you know, you, you um, a lot of supervision to all of oh, a sudden yeah. now you're, you're at college, you're on this college campus, you're living on your own um, yeah. without as much adult supervision. What, what was that transition like for you? It was great. <laughs> it was a great transition. Um, I had helicopter parents growing up. Uh, it was hard. It was very hard out here. Um, but once I got to campus, 
you know, at first you don't know what to do yourself. You're just like, what do I do with this newfound freedom? Well, in my case, I didn't have a lot of freedom because I couldn't even leave campus. But when that second week hit, I was excited. I went to Boston like three times that week. I hung out with my friends. We went to different parties, different events, because, you know, it's still this week when you first start. Yeah. And that's pretty much the chill week. If you're going to do anything, <laughs> do it still this week. So um, I hung out quite a bit. Um, it was nice not having to have a curfew or being back by a certain time or being expected to come back at a certain time. Um, but I got to hang out with my friends. We did a lot of walks throughout the city, a lot of McDonald's runs because that was pretty much the only thing that was open. So yeah, <laughs> it was really, it was really fun, but that transition, it was a great transition. Um, I think honestly being grounded on campus that first week did help because you kind of got to a place mentally that you were understanding that you are in a new environment, that you're going to be here for the next four years get settled down, take a breather because leaving your parents is hard. It is yeah. emotionally hard and it's hard to detach. But at the end of the day, you think about it in your dorm room. You're like, you know what? It's my time to shine, time to be on my yeah. own. And it did work out for me, fortunately. And and for my audience, if they do not recall, I, I know Micah's parents very, very well. Um, in fact, her dad, Harold, was here at my house for a summer mixer um, this, this past weekend. And her mom and I um, have also become really good friends. I, I think anytime she has a um, um, wants to know a restaurant recommendation, she she texts me. So um, <laughs> so I can also attest to everything that Micah just said. I, I know how much they have hovered and supervised um, a lot of her movements and travel. So uh, I'm, I'm certain the, the freedom was was very welcome when you went to college. Now, you know, the world has become a very dangerous place. I mean, not to be pessimistic, but things have changed. And um, I, you know, I and I'm sure my audience wake up and we read a lot of horror stories and we see a lot of horror news stories about things that happen on college campuses. And a lot of times these things are happening to young female women. Um, and, and so maybe talk a little bit about that. What, what was it like sort of walking into obviously this much different environment? You're right. You don't have as much adult supervision, but the world is a pretty dangerous place. So how, how do you navigate some of that? that danger that might also be on that college campus. Right. Um, before I went to school, I did talk to my parents about kind of like things to avoid, um, things to do, like different, I guess, kind of key or like a help or like a guide to just kind of help me get through that kind of lifestyle where I'm by myself. I'm not with anyone sometimes. Um, well, the first thing is I would recommend is definitely walk with a group of people at all times if you can. Um, if you're going to an event, make sure that you're leaving with that same person you came with, unless they say otherwise. Um, just kind of avoid being anywhere where it's dark and it's not very populated, especially at nighttime. As college students, we do go to parties and things like that in the city um, or night events. And it can be hard, especially when you're a young woman and you know you don't carry any kind of weapon or anything like that so it's just kind of dangerous but i would say the thing i would do was definitely use those uh, those tips about going with a group of people um maybe also if you're going somewhere make sure that you know the people that you know are there if who's ever hosting the event it's important to also know those people at least a little bit know where you're going maybe look up the environment before you go um but i would say 
It wasn't overall very dangerous. I mean, my college campus is very outside. It's very like much like a bubble. It's outside of Boston, so it's kind of in the suburban area. Um, so it's not by the city where there's a lot of people walking through campus. It's not like that at all. It's enclosed. Um, but it is an open campus. And sometimes that's things we have to think about. I think the only thing that I remember being somewhat scary, kind of dangerous was when people had cars broken into. Mm. Um, but I've heard that's pretty common on college campuses sometimes. So I think that, you know, it's not that it's not that bad on my campus, but that is some tips that you have to think about when you go out at night, especially when you're by yourself. No, I think those are great tips. My my own daughter is at ECU down in Greenville. Her campus is more located in a downtown setting. Yeah. And a lot of people are, are walking through, a lot of people transiently walking through that area. And um, I've told her repeatedly to be super careful. And, you know, ECU is a little bit more of a, a college campus than, yeah. than maybe Wellesley. So there, there's Wellesley a lot going on there on, on any given small. day or night. Yeah. Um, so yeah. I tell her to be very careful, but I, I think all the advice that you just gave is, is, is um, very, very spot on. And I hope you're being super careful and watching your environment, because again, I mean, the world has definitely become a much more different, much more yeah. dangerous place. And there, there are places where, you know, when I was growing up, places like schools and churches where you thought you were always safe and, um, yeah. you know, that that's changed a lot. You know, Michael, before I got to lose you, um, you're going into your second year. Um, talk a little bit about what, what are you anticipating now? What do you think the second year is going to look like for you? Um, are you getting ready to move off campus? Are you getting even more freedom and independence? Yeah. Um, this year is going to be an exciting one. Um, I have a lot planned. I, there's a lot of different routes you can go, especially when you have a lot of things that you want to do. Um, this year, I hope to join or be more involved with, I should say, with our Harambe house. Um, I do plan to run with someone else um, for a political chair. Hmm. Um, I think that this would be a great, a great new start with getting more involved with politics on campus, especially with the black students there. Um, it's kind of a great network there. And they're really, I've had a lot of great friends through Harambe house. And I think that I really wanna get more involved with that section. I know that there's a lot that my friend and I can do because we're running together. Um, we have a lot of ideas, especially with getting more involved with the city um, and just like the local government there. Um, I do also hope to maybe get another role with my organizational org, which is our basically the org that organizes everything on campus, all the parties, all the events. Um, it's called SPOG, like I said in the beginning. Um, I do hope to get more involved with that, especially as equity chair. Um, I also think that this would be a great role. And I don't know if I mentioned it before, I hope to also get more involved with pageantry this year. Um, I had a great time last time I was involved in pageantry. This was back in 2019, before the pandemic. But I hope to get more involved with pageantry this year. Um, pageantry taught me a lot about how to interview, how to talk to different people. I kind of want to tap back into that field again so that I can build those skills up again and continue to foster them. Um, and just make more friends, of course. And through my sorority, I hope to do more community service and just really meet new people, great people. So that's my plan for this year. And then hopefully by the end, I will get an internship next summer. So if you're seeing this, I am open to finding new internships, hopefully up north in DC or New York. I love that area. 
but I'm open to anything. Please, please contact me. I would love to work with you. And, and I can 100% endorse this young lady um, to anyone in my audience that, that heard that passionate public service announcement. Um, if you are looking for some great talent, Micah Ustash is someone that you certainly want to look into. I really appreciate Micah locking in today, sort of giving us a little bit of an overview of what it's like to be on um, a college campus now. And it's, it's great to just sort of check in with you um, after um, after a year and just seeing all the progress and the growth that, that you've been able to experience. Before you go, do you have any advice? I mean, there's students right now this week starting school. They're returning <laughs> to college campuses. They're going back into high school hallways. Um, what would you like them to know? What would you like them to be thinking about? Well, um, are we targeting high school students who are retiring? All students? students in general, just, students in, just general. students in general. Yeah. Okay. Um, you guys can make it through this year. You got it. Just take your time, follow directions because I had a hard time doing that. Got in a lot of trouble sometimes, forgot homework, but we're not going to talk about that. Um, I would just say, listen to your teachers. Like they truly care about you. Build those relationships. I know sometimes it can be scary, especially you just have this person teaching you all the time. It's just not really always personal, but if you can build those connections, um, if no one's believing in you, believe in yourself, continue to foster that relationship with yourself so that you can have motivation to get through the year. Um, and just have an end goal, have something that you're looking towards, because if you're looking towards something, you're always looking forward, you're not really looking back. I talked about this in my speech last year but just have something that you're looking towards so that you know where you're going and you're guiding yourself to get there. Um, and just continue to work hard. All progression is important. Take care of yourself, self-love. That is my tips. Well, I, you know, I asked her um, to give a message for students, but I think she gave a message for students and adults. There's a lot of adults <laughs> out there that need to take the prescription that she just gave out. Um, but it sounds like she's telling folks to lock in, which is what I tell you all the time. You got to work hard. You got to have great self-discipline and you have to get out and build powerful relationships if you want to be successful. Micah, thank you again for locking in with us and to my audience. Thank y'all for locking in. Um, be sure to make sure you tune in to WTOB every Sunday at 730 because that's where the Locked In Show broadcasts. But of course, if you miss me there, hopefully you're subscribed to the podcast. You can always download that at Apple and Spotify or wherever you like to get your favorite podcast. You can lock in with me there. Make sure you are following Algernon Cash on YouTube, Facebook and Instagram. And until next time, y'all stay locked in. The executive producer of the Locked In Podcast is Algernon Cash for WCG. The associate producer is Tim Beeman for Such and Such Media. The views and opinions in this podcast are solely those of the contributors and are not necessarily those of our distributors or hosting company. This podcast is copyrighted and cannot be reproduced without express written consent of WGC.